0: Transcending the Veil. You and I have been doing these episodes for almost a year now. I think we started in March last year, and now it's almost end of January 2024. And we have covered many topics, um, ETs, we've talked to psychics, we've talked to people in Uh, with expertise in tantra and human design and many other things but what we haven't really discussed between us is how we define spirituality and now we have a chance to
1: (laughs) very good (laughs) I had exactly that question in mind as well so how do you define spirituality
0: well um, I have given it some thought, and my thinking goes like this. I'm 51, and I started my spiritual understanding or search when I was in my 20s. And let's let's, let's round up the numbers. It's it's 30 years ago, roughly. And I've had many experiences. I've had out-of-body experiences, lucid dreams, and... Uh, experiences with psychedelics as well when I uh, was more mature. Um, But the the point I'm I'm trying to make here is my realization of something that is bigger than me hasn't really come until, if I'm honest with myself, perhaps a year or two ago. And spirituality, spirituality for me in this context is mm, searching for a higher purpose searching for something that is uh, larger than me and in some way defines or gives this existence as a human being a purpose Hmm. what about yourself
1: Yeah, it's an interesting answer because I've been thinking a lot about this as well. Because quite often the question comes up: What does spirituality mean, or what does it mean for what What is it for you? What is your connection with spirituality? And I always found it tricky to answer. But what you answered is very much in line with where i am right now because for me it it narrows down to the point of as a human once you ask that question what is my purpose in life that for me is the entry point to spirituality right what once a human being is capable of questioning its own existence and then entering into the question what the hell is my purpose here on earth and if you go into these concepts right my purpose is not to wake up and work and whatever but there is as you said a higher purpose you then you 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 cannot answer that question straight away Right when you say a higher purpose, you already include concepts of something higher. What does higher mean, right? Um, then you pr- now I'm um, postulating here, but I would say that you probably have been in contact with the non-physical world, either on an intellectual level or you have experienced it yourself. Yeah, um, you have probably been looking into consciousness. What does consciousness mean? right? What is the physical body and what is the non-physical body? Yeah, there are aspects of how we can perceive the non-physical body. body right? He is very famously through aura reading. But yet yeah, there are other methods as well. And then you probably have been dealing with the topic of
0: a soul. Um, Can I just interfere here? Because what is your definition? Because you're, you're defining it very broadly. But what does it mean to you? Like being no. Let let me try to refine the word spirituality. Because for me, in the way I better understand words or uh, like these complex words is by splitting up the word and spirituality means to me knowledge of something of spirit finding the creator essence finding the seed of everything i just wanted to ask you well how how do you see spirituality how not not necessarily how you see it but how do you define it personally yeah to be
1: honest i can not give you a straight answer because i probably haven't made up my mind exactly on right this is my sentence or paragraph of what spirituality is for me let's have this conversation and see where we go right for me clearly as I said, the entry point towards spirituality is this fundamental question of what is my purpose because that leads you on a path and that probably leads you into
0: many topics. But For many, many, just talking about purpose because I see purpose as one thing, could be an entry point, of course, I should say. But for me it's more if I ask a random person on the street, let's say he's uh, he's a carpenter like what is your purpose like he won't understand that question other other than well I am a carpenter or I work as a carpenter that's my purpose like, and for me purpose uh, could be something like raising my own consciousness and helping others do the same that's my pr- purpose regardless of what job title I have so <clears throat> uh delving into the the purpose I wouldn't say necessarily for me at least wouldn't necessarily make me search for the the creator in me who created me who created my energy I think that that's another let's call it a, a, another level or way of thinking mm. I don't know how, how do you see it
1: Right. Yeah, okay. It's it's probably I try to answer it with a general answer, which is yeah, let's let's try to answer it from my perspective. I go along the lines what you hinted at already is dissecting the word itself because there is the word spirit in there, which is non physical. Um and you also hinted at source or the origin. Um, For me, spirituality is really starting to have a concept of existence that is beyond the physical. I think everyone's perception is unique in that sense. And when, when we converse with people that are let's say in contact with spirituality they all have a different view on how the world works and exists my specific understanding of spirituality in that sense is that the understanding of the physical us or world in combination with the non-physical world and how that all interacts and originates from. Because then you you get into, for me, I I get into the concept of fractals, that we're all the fractal of source. Um, And as a byproduct, we talk about all of the different dimension densities Uh, physical and non-physical entities and within that concept which is already very vast you obviously fit in the topics of the ufo phenomena and um, physical and non-physical extraterrestrials but also as well from the spiritual aspect the from the shamanic world the the spirits that we can perceive and interact with either in stones, animals, plants, human beings, souls, deceased human beings. Um, but also as we ori- or as I originally mentioned in the beginning, is the perception of the non-physical body, like the, the aura, right? We have many layers of the aura. Um, so so that is certainly my perception of what spirituality is the the understanding of how all of that works and interacts but when we talk about this then we also start to talk about the different concepts like all of that doesn't work if we don't talk about time and space right because there are some interactions between the physical and non-physical world which we cannot quite explain from a pure linear time three-dimensional perspective yeah because we yeah logic yeah because for me what is very interesting there are two movies and I, i really resonate with one movie which is called out out on a limp which really slowly explains on how you how one person becomes aware of spirituality, where you suddenly start to notice synchronicities in your life. And then you dig deeper and deeper. And synchronicities, in the end, only work if you eliminate the concept of time, because all of those connections that lead to synchronicities as perplexing as it is (laughs) some things have happened in the past and will happen in the future that are connected to an action which with a linear time aspect doesn't make sense but without time it perfectly makes sense and you feel it they they are connected you can see that once you have bridged that gap in your mind. So, all of those topics, for me, fall into what spirituality is for me. Because all, all these concepts and points that are now talked about, for me, are all puzzle pieces in order to build up the concept of our existence. And that, for me, is spirituality, which goes beyond the three-dimensional experience. So in the end, I would summarize it is the awareness beyond the time and space experience that we have right now as physical human beings.
0: Okay. Uh, <clears throat> a word that pops up in me is holistic well-being. Yeah. Yeah. And by holistic, I mean for me, the experience as a human in this world, uh, I can. uh, Knowing or having the search for the larger concepts makes it, makes my life, uh, I feel more holistic in a way that I feel. I feel that I can sometimes distance myself from the challenges that I'm facing in my everyday life, like aging parents, um, issues at work, uh, issues with a girlfriend, issues with loved ones. All those things, I'm able to take. Uh, uh, um, I'm able to take a step back and look at it from a uh, larger perspective which is more like holistical including all aspects of life and spirituality or the search or knowledge of there has there has to be a creator of this somewhere in whatever form or shape that is and having having um, experiences with psychedelics like uh, dmt for instance where for me at least that experience when smoking it just those 15 minutes of confusion and wonder and insights it clearly to me shows that we are pure energy and somehow we have now our consciousness or energy has a human form which we know is temporary and, and in, in lifespan talking about time that is usually let's say 75 years for a male and perhaps a bit longer uh, for females so that's the <laughs> so that's the concept of time here we are as i see it at least eternal immortal infinite and universal beings love and awareness right now having a human experience and Spiritual in this sense, for me, just meaning, just means, not just just, but it means to live a whole life with all aspects. And for me, the knowledge of the non-physical and my inheritance or my, hmm, the larger self gives me satisfaction knowing about this. It provides me with um, knowledge. It provides me, it, it drives my passion for understanding myself. Also, now that I found out through you that I am a, a HSP, highly sensitive person, and I started studying that, and I can see now looking back at all those years with challenges and weird experiences, it aligns very well with being HSP. But having this, mm, let's call it awareness of the non-physical or my non-physical aspects, multi dimensional and all that, it gives me tools and hope for a better me in this lifetime. And there's another thing I also want to touch upon, which you just said. Um, It was related to synchronicities. And I totally align with what you said about those kind of synchronicities. I, I think you can, once you become aware of things like synchronicities, you might start looking for them, or um, I think perhaps there's some kind of, like let's call it a switch inside our our human mind, that as soon as you know that these synchronicities happen, you you might uh, start looking for them, or at least acknowledging first that they exist. Um, I believe, synchronicities happen all the time. I'm not even aware of them. People calling me out of the blue, and suddenly the first thing we, we talk about is the issue that I'm facing currently. How would they know? Right. And I believe that as soon as, as I think this is part of, part of life mysteries, isn't it? That these things happen and as you said, things in the past, you had some experience there, and suddenly that person comes up years later and suddenly calls you and talks about something that is on your mind. And, and suddenly you realize, whoa, that's amazing. That's some kind of miracle. That's kind of, let's call it, yeah, I don't know what to call it. How do you see it?
1: Well, I want to dive into the first topic that you sort of um, talked about which I you mentioned the word holistic I I I don't quite like the word holistic in that sense because it is I I feel overused and I feel that that even the word spirituality is it is in its infancy Right, it feels like we we are starting to the use to use the word spirituality, and many different things are being associated with this. What it means and and so on. I feel like the meaning of the word spirituality will evolve over the next years. I mean, hundreds and thousands of years, because we we are just venturing out in this field of starting to understand the world beyond physicality. And you approached it by saying, right, uh, living a holistic life, understanding all of these other aspects. Yet, in the non-physical, for us humans, I would say probably, definitely for me, Mm I am not very... I'm not very good at perceiving what is right and wrong in the non-physical. I have my intuition, but it's very tricky for me to prove what is right and wrong. Okay, Mm -hmm. But for us humans in the physical world, it is very or much more easier to say, right, this is correct, this is not correct, this is right, this is wrong, because We can apply logic in this world, in this physical world. Yet in the non-physical, we are kind of like a baby running around and don't really know how it works. We start to understand it. And yes, like people that can see auras, they can see things. There are people that can hear voices. There are people that can see things in in front of the third eye or like even combined with the natural view. You can feel emotions. Yet it is very tricky sometimes to really distinguish between what is right and what is wrong, what is your personal impression, and what is your personal perception. So I feel like there is also a lot of liberty for interpretation in the non-physical world, how we interpret it. And by now perceiving or talking to many people, I also see that a lot of people have different interpretations of what is going on in the non-physical world. And for sure, they are going in sometimes opposing directions. And I don't agree with all of those directions. So that's why I say it is very tricky to see that as a holistic approach, because sometimes you can also be misled by your mind in that world of non-physicality which i sometimes even would denominate as going in the wrong direction or finding an excuse for something hiding hiding behind a topic and looking for proof through the non-physical where it might be totally different so that's why i say it feels like we are infants we are babies in that non-physical world because we're trying to to walk in that world and we can't or we don't quite know how so it's for me it's a very very tricky topic to go into that area and some people are a bit more comfortable and more capable of that that's for sure and some people in that 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 spiritual world are really drawn to many topics in that spirituality but a lot of them are also misled by their mind and Mm. concepts that are being taught in this area. So holistic I shy away from Um, yet at the same time it gives comfort in the three-dimensional world because many things in the three-dimensional world stop making sense for us humans the further we evolve the further we evolve with consciousness Um, there are things that we yeah things that don't resonate with us anymore but can be explained with this yet i use the word again holistic approach and view of how non-physical and physical world interact and then a lot of these things make sense of how we live in a duality in this world but it may not exist everywhere yet it all comes from the same origin so that is something which i find very interesting that you can start explaining a lot of things how things are interacting here in our physical world with a perspective from the non-physical. And you can find answers in the non-physical that doesn't make sense in the physical world. So that is a very interesting approach that helps a lot of times, at least for me, to understand things, how they happen here. We, we talk about souls, we talk about, I mean, topics like karma, souls, incarnations, and then you, you talk about traumas and all of these things they can start to make sense once you have a view beyond the physical. So that is where where I do agree with you that this, what you would say, holistic um, viewpoint um, can help you a lot with your current situation. Yet uh, I shy away from the word holistic because it is not set in stone because we we are not fully capable of navigating the non-physical world. And that is, for me, is why I see the word spirituality and specifically its meaning quite likely being well on a path of evolution over the next I'll probably say 100,000 or 102,000 years where it will have a much more refined meaning because right now it is a very loose term covering many aspects and many people sort of find cover under this word and say right no it all works like this and some other people say oh no all of that is included and not that part and yeah that that is how i see it right now it's we, we are navigating a very rough terrain with this word right now
0: yeah and i believe also that just the name of it or the the name of the concept is very subjective, and perhaps many people uh, never had the thought that there's something more than this material world, because we don't have time, we don't have enough time to actually delve into why things are happening. We, We have 24 hours a day, and eight of those hours are usually for sleep, and the rest you know, uh, half, of, half of the rest, a third of our time is spent at work. And I'm guessing, that this is my personal impression, that many people are stressed at their jobs. They don't like their jobs because it's not aligned with who they are and what they want to do is not aligned with how they want the society to, to be for themselves or for the next generation. So we are misaligned with with the larger aspect of this, and we don't <clears throat> and because the material world or materialism affects us as humans in the way it does, it doesn't give us much um, surplus energy to actually dive into things like this. I'm pretty sure if you knock on the door to your neighbor and ask, "Hey, are you a spiritual person?" That person would probably think you're a, you're a wacko, right? You're, you're out of your mind. What have you been smoking? Stuff like that, right? So oh, a hippie is asking me a question. If you ask uh, just a regular person on the street what is spirituality for you, you'll get very subjective answers. And, and well, this is, again, my interpretation and my mindset here that it has a bad connotation because it's not accepted in this world that we are living in currently. Okay. It's 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 a it, it's um, let's call it a, a luxury for many to think about these kind of where do we come from? Why are we here? What am I? Uh, why is this happening to me? And all that. I-
1: I don't quite agree, because I feel like, and I hear that a lot, that quite often the phrase gets used, or the other people, where it means like the non-spiritual people. Yet at the same time, all of the people I've talked to over the recent year, they all have some sort of concept of a spiritual world. All of those concepts are different, but everyone has a concept, at least from those people I've talked to. I don't know if I live in that bubble that I only attract those people, because there might certainly be that aspect that I'm currently attracting these people in my life. Yet I've never met a person who hasn't got a concept of the non-spiritual. And I think the tricky part really is that...
0: Can, can I just intervene here because, hmm. or ask you a question? Because I think there's a difference between the concept and actually knowing. Because I'm pretty sure if I knock on the door to my neighbor and ask, are you a spiritual person? She will probably say, do you mean, like, am I a Christian? Do I go to church? That would be her reply, right?
1: Yeah, but why do you make so many assumptions of things you don't know?
0: That's true. I know my other neighbor, she's, uh, uh, I think, she told me once that she's a Buddhist. So she's what I would term spiritually interested um, I, I want to ask you a little bit about what is a non-spiritual person? Because you mentioned non-spiritual people. So wh- how do you define that?
1: Well, that, that is exactly the problem that I have, is because I hear that phrase a lot, that people say, oh, you know, I, I talk a lot about the non-physical topics with people, and then those people reply to me, oh, I don't know how those other people live. But my question is, are there those other people? Do not all people have some sort of concept? And the point that I want to get to is that the problem in our society might be that we don't talk about spirituality. It is always this, some people are a bit more comfortable to openly talk about it. Yet, aren't many people thinking about it? So, I, I want to... I, it's a question. Isn't that concept of spirituality within every single person? Yet, it might not be that present in a day-to-day life. Yet, somewhere it is. So, that's why I don't like the phrase of the other people. Because I believe everyone has that question within oneself. Who am I? Right? Either you... I, I would postulate everyone has that question. Who am I? If you go into that question and really pursue that question, that is a totally different topic. But I think the seed for spirituality is within every single person, which is that fundamental question. Who am I? And then it really is a question, right, how far do you go down this path of trying to answer that question for yourself? Maybe it's not that relevant for some people, but maybe it might be a bit more relevant for other people, and they dedicated a huge part of their life, meaning in terms of time and thoughts spent on this topic. Research. I, research, experience, trying out things leading their life a certain way yes, you you can name a few things so I don't like the approach of talking about the other people because I believe every person is spiritual it is just a question of with what concepts have you sort of interacted with what is your awareness of all of these different topics and that is more the interesting part for me is to to find people to broaden my horizon on those all of those concepts. Cause the further we dive into spirituality, the more topics there are and the deeper it goes. And there never seems to be an end to these things. I find it tricky when people say, Right, this is it, this is how I understand the world and done. And no, if you see it yeah. differently or you don't align with this, or you're evil, and so on. And this I find very tricky in the spirituality area, where some people seem to have a very defined view on good and evil, and, oh, I don't talk to this. Why? for me, no, that, that is for me very limiting. For me, this spirituality is a very vast and open space. Um, and that, that's how I basically see it. I see it rooted in every single person. It's just a question: How far do you go down this path?
0: Yeah, I, I certainly uh, align with that. Um, there's other aspects as well that that I wanted to um, to touch upon. Um, trust is one of them, like trust in spirit. And now I'm undergoing. A, year-long mentorship with um, a transmedium educator and I can see that um, I, I don't know what else to call it I, I have trust issues so my, my uh, transmedium uh, mediumistic abilities is hindered by my lack of trust in what's Larger than me. I'm very much in my mind. I'm very analytical and Now I'm transitioning to something that is a new area for me <clears throat> Working with spirit All Right and spirituality is mm, Let's call it uh, Knowledge of or search for The non-physical or our roots, perhaps. Our roots is a better word for me. Um, So trust in something that is larger than me. I just uh, recently had a a, um, a phone call with an old friend and we talked about trust, uh, how to trust life. Uh, Both he and I are in our 50s and have uh, more life experience than, than you currently have, Nils. And I believe those kind of life experiences uh, gives us some kind of wisdom. And what what he said, and I'm quite fascinated by it, he said that he is now trusting life. He's now trusting that life is able to carry him through this Experience this temporary experience as a human being. So, also, um, it also made me think of what we interviewed uh, Elaine Thorpe about and her spirit guide Jonathan, where she said that it's our soul that has free will, and what and and I then analytically deducted that the life that I'm leading now is my soul's best option. Humans don't have free will, according to Jonathan. Um, so when, when, when my friend said that he, he trusts life, carries him, it's, it's a trust in that everything has been planned beforehand, our lives, our roles, our relationships, our roles as parents, lovers, colleagues, whatever, has all been planned in a large tapestry, interwoven uh, across dimensions and time and space and all that. It it can become huge topics as you also uh, hinted at, but trusting that everything is gonna be all right I'm on my right path anyhow. And it gives gives me a kind of peace inside that it's okay to trust in things that I cannot see, I cannot sense, I cannot smell. It's okay to trust it. And this is my this is my current development. Really trusting my mediumistic abilities and trust in my guides and helpers that I cannot see with my physical eyes. So that's that's one thing I, I want do you have any comments to that? Because I, I have another thing on as well.
1: Yeah, I wanted to broaden that topic of trust a bit because for me it is threefold really. Is and it is also a tricky topic because to just say I trust in everything is you shouldn't give up control. You shouldn't give up sort of responsibility of your life and say oh I trust in the universe that everything happens I think that that is a tricky road to take Um, trust in the universe in a sense that I trust in the synchronicities is a different aspect which is a more interesting road I believe yet then when you talk about trusting yourself it really aligns with the topics of perceiving things, right? Because interacting with spirit world has a lot to do with trust, but you're trusting yourself that you perceive these things and you always get, not always, but quite often you get surprised that your first intuitive vision that you get or feeling can be proven right and that is always quite astonishing when you stumble upon this but this because then half a second later your mind has a different picture and that is wrong so that is really trusting yourself in order to work with that non-physical world because everyone has got that link some more some less but in order to come to that point of really trusting yourself I believe is also really knowing who you are first, right? You really need to be very very honest with yourself with all aspects of yourself of who you are and those, I think, are the most painful steps that you go through in your evolution to really be honest with yourself who you are because once you know who you are you can trust yourself in things that you believe, right? And that helps you to perceive things, because if you shy away from topics and not be quite honest who you are and all of your facets of life, then you narrow your perception and what you can perceive from the non-physical world. At least that is how I experience it. So that is how I see it quite facet, the facets of trusting. It's it's a tricky area, but um, yeah, that is just what I wanted to mention on what it means to trust in yourself but also the universe and don't give up responsibility you need to own it because the other aspect is if you give up control or if you give up responsibility then things will not happen for you you know it's it is yeah. an in, it is an interaction right it is an interaction yeah. with the universe you need to go out there and then you get things back and that is so surprising how things come back to you but if you just sit back and wait for those synchronicities, they will slowly, slowly fade away. That's very interesting. And, you know, and when you're more active, then they come back. Um, so it's kind of, it's, I, I wouldn't say a roller, sometimes it feels like a roller coaster, but it's certainly waves that you go through. Right, sometimes it is more, sometimes it is less, but it is inter- interaction with the universe. You play with the universe and it plays with you. So that—that that is what I want to mention on what it means to trust.
0: Yeah. I asked um, a good friend of mine the other day, like, how do we trust that the information you get in your head is actually valid? Do you want to hear the the answer? Of course. So she said, That is easy. Everything that comes and goes is not the truth. It's that simple. Everything that comes and goes is not the truth. And going back to my second uh, topic, I, I also wanted to touch upon perhaps briefly, is faith. I have not been brought up in any religious uh, concept or uh, alignment in any given religion. But I know um, people that from their childhood, well, from when they were born, they were born into families where uh, talks about uh, God uh, and higher beings have been part of their childhood and their upbringing, so they naturally just accept that as a fact. It's their faith. They've been born into uh, families where such topics as uh, let's call it Christianity and and that kind of worldview is natural part of their everyday talk. I've not had that talk with my parents. Um, We've, uh, as a kid, uh, we've traveled to exotic countries and seen different kinds of uh, religions, but we've never really, my parents have never really interacted with uh, religion in, in that sense. So so looking back at this, c- comparing to, well, the stories I hear from others is that um, perhaps I've chosen in this lifetime to find the truth myself instead of being indoctrinated by religion or, uh, let's say, personal circumstances or, yeah, I don't know what, what to call it. What, what's, your, um, what's your take on that faith? How do you see it?
1: Well I think I don't fully understand what the word faith means. I would actually need to look it up to be very honest because for me I associate the word faith with religion. If if that is the core if that is correct, then I have a huge problem with faith because I see Religion, in the large part, as a deception for humanity, leading down er, basically encapsulating an idea in a very, um, yeah, a, a framed concept which is not very open. And I see that essentially as misleading. Yet, we obviously need to talk about. Or you mentioned already, right? That what is God? And God, in a religious sense, I don't agree with, but God, in a, in in a non-religious sense, I see that more as a different word for source. Exactly. Right. The where everything comes from. On on that aspect, I I, I fully align with that. There is a God. I just find the word very tricky because it is tainted by how it is used in society over the past hundreds of years. So, faith in a religious sense, I see as very misleading and sort of kind of like a tunnel vision down a wrong path for humans and their mind and not being open and broad to perceiving what spirituality really is and I also don't see religion and spirituality as very close together because quite often it it gets put into one bucket right either you're Certainly. a Christian or you're spiritual and I see hang on no that is totally different You can either be open to a spiritual world or you can be very closed down and be either an atheist or um, a a Christian if if you want to go in that direction.
0: Um, I think it touches upon mindset, right?
1: Yeah, you could argue that as well. Yeah, yeah. It is how how open are you to other concepts?
0: Yeah, are you open-minded enough to accept that there are other things that we cannot perceive with our five senses.
1: Yeah, it's a, very, it's a very tricky statement to do because it is not very easy to prove that there are non-physical things, but once you have perceived them yourself and got your own proof, then you know.
0: Yeah. Um, then that concept turns into knowledge.
1: Yes. But this is, again, a very tricky road to go down to, right? Because I've seen so many people that have found their proof in the non-physical, but I believe they go down a wrong path because they have they are arguing, right, no, this is true, because it is yeah, in the non-physical. I'm, I'm judging. It might
0: be part of their plan anyhow,
1: right? It is, yes. that That is the interesting bit again, that... Everyone has their view. Everyone has their path every soul has their own experience And that is what they're here for and meant to do. So it is for them It is the right path to go to go down and is the right belief. So But Mm. from a really true understanding of how everything works, I Don't think many people understand the full concept me including I don't think we can (laughs) actually we can actually understand it because the further we go into consciousness and what consciousness is we at least to the information that we have access to are led to believe that consciousness is much bigger than what we have access to right as human beings and alone from that we cannot even grasp and understand how all of this works
0: yeah, and and certainly if you smoke DMT, and you inhale it properly, and you're off for a five minute journey, you will experience yourself. You know everything goes out the window. All your concepts of relationships, being human, uh, you turn into pure energy. I think Ram Dass coined it very well. He said, "We are love." and awareness. Yeah. In essence.
1: Yeah, that that is what it comes down to, right? Yet it is very tricky to explain that in human language. It makes sense when you have an ayahuasca experience. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yet those words, as profound as they might be it doesn't fully describe what you just said it, it really for us humans it doesn't describe it and that's why i find it even tricky for us humans to describe it in that way because it just doesn't make sense and give it credit to what it really is what some people may have experienced Yeah, on the other hand the question is what do we actually experience in ayahuasca right
0: what do we experience in our everyday life
1: Yeah. Because right. we can't answer that in the end.
0: We, no. We just can't. don't know. Like even we make assumptions, right? We make assumptions that I'm looking at a screen right now where there's some uh, a, a consciousness called Nils talking to me, right? And I have a gizmo, a technical gadget that translate my energy into zeros and ones and transmit that to another place and another location, Right? And a computer program converts that to something that you visually can see. That That's mind-boggling. Even, you know, looking at a tree outside, you can see that there are four seasons and sometimes there, there are leaves on it and they change color during what we call a year. And year is, a, is based on assumptions about time, right? And time does not exist, or at least the... You, you, do you see where I'm going?
1: Yeah, I find it. You know this. What is very interesting is the description of you. Don't exist until I see you. Right. We we are having currently a Skype call, and I see you, so you exist for me. Before that Skype call, you didn't even exist try to wrap your heart, mind around that because we live in a world where i think you exist beyond the skype call yeah, and that is something. the logical world that we live in yeah. yet from a different perspective you don't exist so that is once the mind gets comfortable with these kinds of concept i think you're slowly getting into that world of how all of these things interact And then you start to understand how you are a fractal of source and how you are a part of me and we are essentially the same. And then we're talking about consciousness and being aware of all of these things. But for consciousness, I find it very interesting because that is an aspect I was talking about with uh, another person is that, you know, when we, we talk about being in contact with other energies, But another question might be are we in contact with other energies or is it just us being open to other parts of
0: us? Certainly. Um, It reminds me of uh, one of the books that was written by Robert Monroe. Um, Perhaps it was uh, his book Far Journeys, something like that. And he during his out of body ex- uh, experiences came in touch with many many different uh, intelligent beings and that happened over many decades i think until he realized i think he had the courage to ask those kind of those beings like what are you exactly and the simple answer was you just another version Mm -hmm. So, I really believe that what we experience if we have contact with, uh, let's call them external energies or entities, they might be, well, I'm not sure about this, right, they might be other parts of us, like even what we call ETs, like there's some postulation that ETs are just... uh, uh humans in in an advanced form, right if we talk about aliens with you know that look like humans, they might be future versions of us just visiting us
1: so now you want to start talking about timelines and all of that No <laughs> not necessarily, but you know
0: there's so many topics that we can where we can cover. I even wanted to ask you, well, what is your definition of a fractal if people don't know it like that can can we have that talk? how do you define a fractal because I, I align with that as well but but how do you very quickly and very easily define it
1: well i think fractal is best described by visuals right when, when you search for fractal patterns online you see these geometries that in itself repeat itself in a smaller and smaller level so they are themselves on every single stage. The further you zoom in, it is still the same pattern. Oh, it's very interesting. So how I see it is that we, myself and everything in itself is a fractal of source. So in other words, you can say I am God and everything else is God because we are all a fractal of God, or of Source. So I see only myself as a physical representation of what Source is, in one instance, for this one experience that I'm doing right now. And that is what you are as well, and everything else as well. So that's how I see it fundamentally yet I, I'm not everything in its full awareness, and that is the limiting factor, is the only tiny consciousness that I have access to right now, and that is the limiting factor. But in essence, I'm everything as well.
0: Yeah, I align fully with that. <clears throat> and I, I must also say that I'm still, I'm reminded of some kind of proverb, saying that if you want if, if you find someone who claims to have the truth kill him or something like that i think i think it's related to buddha if someone claims to be the buddha kill him because that is in essence that means shy away from people who claim they have the truth
1: Yeah, that that is a very good point, because that is what I find very tricky, of people that say, right, this is how it works. And that is, for me, no, you just put a limit on something, because, first of all, you, you cannot understand. Same as me, I cannot understand everything, and I don't know. So no one can know. So if everyone makes that statement, they're just limiting themselves to further perception yeah so it is basically once you say i know that is where your limit is of perception and consciousness